It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It is Wednesday, a beautiful spring day, April 15th, 2020, and we're glad you joined us today. Now, you may be listening to us on the radio on 1150 KKNW, or you may be joining us online in several places. We're live streaming on YouTube at the 1150 KKNW YouTube channel, as well as on our Facebook page, the Eastside Real Estate Team. We're live streaming there as well. We appreciate your comments. Feel free to uh, tell us what you like about our show. If you have any negative comments, please send them to somebody else's show. Also, <laughs> if you're interested you in listening to past episodes, you can uh, you can find those anywhere podcasts are, are podcasted, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And we have um, copies of our past shows on our website, the eastsiderealestateteam.com. All the segments are there as well as the full episodes. Feel free to share uh, and uh, reach out to any of our uh, guests that we have on our show. Brian, another great show today as we kind of get into the uh, quarantine dream. How's it going over there? You know, it's pretty quiet. Um, I'm busy with, uh, you know, Zoom presentations and meetings, a lot of real estate activity, all things considered, yep. but uh, working different, you know, uh, so working different. Yeah, working I different. feel I feel like uh, we've kind of gotten into a mode, made a shift. And, um, you know, we're going to have great conversations with two marketers today to help small businesses kind of get noticed. We're welcoming Jana Riggin with Newcastle Life and Pia Larson with Fingerprint Marketing. Now, before we get to our guests, as always, let's jump into some Real Talk. And in today's Real Talk segment, we're going to be discussing what you can do to get your house ready to sell. Brian, people have a lot of time on their hands right now, right? They do. Time to get some projects done. Yeah, it's time to get some projects. I don't know about you, but um, I, I'm currently working on a, a barbecue area where I can kind of do my barbecue and smoking. How about you? What are you doing? My garden has never looked better. Nice. Um, Diane and I have been doing a major revision, turning uh, one of our front gardens into more of a berry garden. So moving beds, I mean, major revision. Uh, I've got all my seeds started. The greenhouse is looking good. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, for this time of year, it's never looked better. And it's I been... A nice reprieve from the lockdown to be outside and enjoying the weather and uh, working in the dirt. Great. So there's a lot of people out there right now with time on their hands, and they would like to, to turn their attention on some projects that will help them net more money when it comes time to sell. One of the things that I'll put right out there uh, front and center, if you're getting ready to sell in the short term, one of the things you really want to do is clean beyond the basics, right? Because of our current right. environment, it's great. Um, disinfecting all high touch surfaces um, and clean vents and baseboards, wipe down bathroom cabinets and drawers. And hey, you know, hand the kids a, a towel, get them wiping stuff down, right, Brian? Right, right. You know, time to teach them some basics too, how to check the oil, how to uh, bake bread. I mean, it's a good time with the kids. Jamie Oliver was uh, doing bread baking. I think I'm gonna give his yeah. recipes a try. Sounds good. So one of the things that uh, is good for all the time, but especially helpful if you're uh, getting ready to go on market is organizing your space. No shortage of home organization projects that can yield high results. 
uh, cleaning out, organizing your closets, tidying up entryway, including doormats. Diane and I are looking at doing a major uh, garage purge. So mm -hmm. that's on our short list to get done uh, during this time. Yeah, it's going back to our conversations we had about, uh, you know, if you if it sparks joy, you know, that's right. Keep it, that's right. But then have a pile for donation and a pile for the trash. And right. Um, I think you could go, especially even if your plan isn't to sell in the next 30, 60, 90 days, um, spring cleaning. You got right. you got undivided time and attention and probably some extra helpers around the house. So Whoa. tidying up, organizing. I do believe that um, what's that organization place in um, Seattle. My wife sends me there all the time, or it's not in Seattle. It's in, in Oh, oh um, gosh. The container store. Container Thank store. You. Yeah. The storage. Loves that. Yeah. 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 It's open. So by the well, way, if you need stuff, it's considered essential services. Cause I think people would go insane if they couldn't organize their stuff. Right. My understanding, the transfer stations are open, but yeah. the uh, donation stations are not. So you may just need to store your stuff that you plan on donating for a while. Okay. But nothing that would keep you from making a run to the transfer station to get rid of uh, that extra stuff that's not donatable. So you know what else is good this time of year is freshen up your walls. So they may not be something you think of right away, like when selling a house, but I could tell you that a nick or a scratch to you, you may not notice it, but it's the one thing somebody's eye goes to uh, when, they, when they're looking at a uh, a new home that they want to buy. What is it? 30 bucks in a can, but worth, worth its weight in gold. <laughs> worth its gold that's walls, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So kind of going back to donations, something that uh, we've been doing is it's like going through the garden. We're finding that we have plants that have, uh, they're ready to split, need to be, uh, need to be replanted, repotted. And we've been uh, putting those out in front of our house then posting on the Sammamish gardening sites and giving them away, no contact, you know, uh, we put them in a place where people can just drive up, pick them up. So we've had fun sharing some uh, items with our uh, local Sammamish gardeners. But I don't see why you could do that with other items. Oh, you know, yeah. post them to a giving site, put them out front, no contact needed. Uh, people could pick up those items. Uh, nice buy, of, sell, trade, swap. Yeah, yeah buy, sell, trade. Uh, mm -hmm. There's gifting sites we use, like you see on the garden items, the gardening site. And we've given away quite a few starts and some nice plants. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to our other uh, fellow gardeners. Neighbors, Neighbors yeah. that's awesome. And, yeah. you know, we, we uh, built an addition on our tree fort. We put an uh, outside deck. All, and I would say not all the wood, but a lot of the wood that we used for that was around the neighborhood. My son got on nextdoor.com, found some people that didn't need the scrap wood, and we were able to build a really nice deck as a result. Nice. So another thing you can do in this time is evaluate your lighting. Lighting is one of the most important elements in design. Our homes can go from stark and under unwelcoming to cozy and warm just by doing a few things like replacing light bulbs, cleaning lamps on shades and washing your curtains and blinds. And if you wish to change your lighting, there's always you know online stores if you don't feel like going into Home Depot, which is open by the way, but um, you could do uh, some lighting updates via online. So that's a, an item that can really enhance a home without costing a lot of money as well. Awesome, Brian. I think there's, we could probably go on with endless projects. And um, my thought was maybe in the coming episodes, we can have a handyman come on and share some, uh, some handy tips for homeowners uh, to kind of dig into maybe some bigger projects. 
That concludes our Real Talk segment for today. If you're interested in this and any other topics we've covered in the Real Talk segment, you can check our blog at the eastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog. And if you'd like to talk to us directly, you can feel free to contact us at 425-200-4093. We appreciate you listening. Coming up next, uh, we'll be going over some mortgage ideas and talk a little bit more about the housing trends as a result of the COVID-19 crisis. Please join us for some more Real Talk right after this short break. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093 or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Do you have excess body fat that you wish was gone? Not happy with what you see in the mirror or maybe how you feel on the inside? Do you have low energy? Gerald Batten with B3 says that can end today. The decision is yours. Gerald with B3 motivates clients through uplifting spirit and attention to detail. Gerald has a degree in kinesiology and has changed lives all over the world through fitness knowledge and motivation. To learn more about what Gerald with B3 has to offer, call 206 Are your dog's behaviors not quite what you'd like them to be? You're not alone. DogSmart is committed to helping families just like yours learn ways to communicate with your dog so that both ends of the leash are working as one. They've helped countless families on Seattle's east side and beyond. Don't waste another moment. Reach out today. To learn more about how DogSmart can help or to schedule a time to meet, visit their website at dogsmartseattle.com or call 1-833-DOGSMART today. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. It's uh, normally time for our mortgage moment segment. And during the segment, we were going to talk about um, whether it's a a good time to refinance. And since we don't have our mortgage lender with us today, Brian, what is your short take on that? Short take is it's, one thing for us to look at is how long do you plan on being in the home? Because often, you know, you'll see a bump in your loan balance from the cost of a refi, um, if nothing else, to set up your reserves. So it's really a simple uh, calculation to figure out an example. If if uh, your your cost is two thousand dollars and you're going to save two hundred a month, that's a ten month recapture. So if you sold in less than ten months, you're losing money. But on month 11, you're making money. So if you're going to be in the home longer than your recapture time, it always makes sense to refi. Gotcha. And interest rates, I've heard, have stabilized. So they're a little, I think last week was like 3.25. What I always tend to do just to get a general idea is I go to bankrate.com 
Now, um, just for the listener or watching online, um, it's going to be a general number. Your specific rate is going to be relative to many, many factors. But in order for me to get a general sense, I went here and 30-year fixed says 3.63%. So, you know, that's kind of like the general sense now. Um, but I also wanted to pivot a little bit, Brian, since we've got a few extra minutes here, is um, uh, Fannie Mae came out and said that home sales will decline about 15% in 2020. What are your thoughts about that? You know, um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Pat Stone, one of our previous guests, who is the, the uh, um, CEO of, of um, WFG Mortgage, WFG Mortgage. I mean, uh, title, smart guy. This guy tracks the markets. And his take is that we're going to see a V-shaped drop, a fast drop and a fast rise that expect the summer market to be what we should have had for our spring market. And another thing he's saying is the longer the dip goes on, the slower the recovery. Hmm. But um, I'm really looking, I mean, we're, we're busy now. I'm looking to see a, a, a fast drop and a fast rise. I think it's going to be a terrific market for buyers and sellers because of low interest rates and high demand. Dan, what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, and there, there's no doubt that um, you know a 15% um, reduction in sales this year versus last year. There's no doubt in my mind that that will be the case. However, it's I think that's with, that's like a broad national market, right? So what's right. going on locally versus what's happening in say Ohio or what's happening in Florida? Well, we know some Florida man's doing something in Florida, um, or uh, but specifically, I think the important part when you read this article and I, this article was on Market Watch. So if you want to, you know, Google Market Watch and uh, Fannie Mae home sales. One of the second um, indicators in this is home sales will actually be less, not just because buyers aren't buying, but also sellers may be pulling their homes off the market or choosing not to sell this year. So it's actually not a reduction in prices, it's actually a reduction right. in sales. And I think that's a very key point. Another factor that leads to that, Brian, is in addition to um, less home sales, total transactions, there's also no home building going on right now, which I, right. I, 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 from a professional standpoint, believe is a mistake. I believe we need to have new construction moving forward with safety measures in place. And I know there are no right. clue on what those safety measures could be, but that could have been an opportunity to get a little bit ahead because we have been way behind our new construction numbers um, We've been right. behind. We haven't caught up to 2007 before the first crash. And now we're adding more fuel to that fire because the the sentiment, builder sentiment is as low as it was in 2012. Right. So we've got and to see that also supply and demand. You know, we're we're yeah. limiting the supply, which will, yeah. uh, I think, hold up prices. So, yep, that's, that's exactly right. So right. I think buyers should understand that if you're going into this market, they've got to be understanding that it's a reduction in transactions, not a glut of inventory. Right. All right. So next up after the break, thanks for talking with me about with that, Brian. I appreciate it. Right. After the break, we're going to have Jana Riggin of Newcastle Life, who she's going to be discussing marketing your business. We want tips for small businesses out there, how to get stuff in front of your consumer during a recession. Come right back after this brief commercial break. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact. 
Homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Forum Social House seems to have it all figured out. The new venue on the third floor of Lincoln Square has a multitude of offerings, ranging from the rapidly growing Top Golf Swing Suite and an innovative 18-hole miniature golf course to dancing and vibrant nightlife on the weekends. An extensive cocktail list providing modern renditions on traditional favorites and a chef-cultivated menu that stacks up against some of the best food programs in the nation. Make Forum Social House a hot new option for locals and business travelers alike. Book your advanced suite now via events at forumsocialhouse.com and be one of the first to experience this immersive entertainment experience for yourself. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our first guest today is Jana Reagan of Newcastle Life. Jana's been the owner of this community publication for a little over a year, deciding to change career directions to this type of work that focuses on creating and enhancing her community. Prior to owning Newcastle Life, Jana was the marketing and development director of a handful of private schools. As a prior client of these publications, she saw firsthand the effect of being in front of the ideal clientele. Jana, welcome to our virtual show. Thank you. It's great to be here. We really appreciate you taking your time out of your afternoon. One thing we like to do, because this is a, a show we talk a lot about in numbers and homes and the markets, is just kind of slow down and ask our guests to tell us about a fond memory of the home they grew up in. Well, the house that we grew up in, it was a brick colonial. I grew up in Olympia, Washington, so pretty close to here. Um, but what was cool about our house is there were three brick colonial houses on our street. And then there was one other colonial um, house built by the same person um, around a lake in Olympia. And it was just cool because it was pretty unique. Um, they were all very similar, but they were also really, really different. And it was it was just kind of a fun um, piece of history, I guess, for, for our nice. homes. A fond memory. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Jenna, great- this is a tough time for many businesses. A lot of businesses are tightening their belts and making cuts to their expenditures. Should uh, advertising be one of those cuts at this time? I know there's a lot of businesses who are really thinking about that right now. Um, There is a saying that says, when times are good, you should advertise, but when times are bad, you must. Um, Forbes did an article um, back in September of 2019, and they were talking about marketing during a recession. The fun part is, is they were looking at different um, businesses that were marketing back um, before the Great Depression or before in the 1970s, and then how things really changed. So before the Great Depression, Post Cereal was the number one cereal brand, and they stopped advertising. They just way reduced their ad spend. Kellogg's upped their ad spend. 
And after the Great Depression, Kellogg's came out as number one. So that's kind of a fun story. And also um, around that same time, McDonald's stopped advertising. They declined um, their market share by about 28%. So I don't know if this is Great Depression, but this is um, a, a different recession, right? Uh, Pizza right. Hut and Taco Bell both increased their advertising. Pizza Hut sales went up by 61%. Taco Bell went up by 40%. Wow. So, yeah, so it really does matter. And I know that that right now businesses are concerned of how am I going to do you know, payroll and, and all these other things. But if they can find a way to be able to still attract their ideal market, it's almost like putting money in the bank, right? This is how you're going to yeah. build business when this is all over. And we it know takes, it. It takes courage, right? It takes courage to take that step and confidence in your process. I think right. one of the, the big challenges that many marketers have, I, I'm a big fan of marketing, but many, many businesses, small businesses have, is they're coming from a point of let's hold on. We just need to hold on and get through this. And while there are many where that, that advice may be perfect, right? Is do you have confidence in the people in your organization? And do you have confidence in the process that your organization probably, and, and the, the, the value that it brings to the consumer? Because you can spend a bunch of money on marketing, but if you don't have that follow-up, uh, if you don't have something that people want, um, if you don't have great burgers, you know, then you're in trouble. That's true. <laughs> so tell me, uh, Jana, what is a must have for a marketing plan? So at the end of the day, I think you have to have a website. You have to have some sort of social media presence. Those are pretty easy to get, but I'm surprised at how many businesses I meet with that are still working on their website or they're afraid of Instagram. So getting out there and just being, just starting, just start, take one step. The other thing that you need to do, and this is going to sound sort of silly, is answer your phone. There's so many businesses out there, small businesses that, you know, the, I, the guy is out there, he's doing all his work, but he doesn't answer his phone. So those are clients that you're missing. So try to figure out how to make sure that when somebody does reach out to you, you're there. If somebody messages you on Instagram, respond, right? So number one is be there for your potential clients and your clients, and then have some sort of presence on social media. You know, one of the things that kills me is I'll uh, see a business that I'm interested in their product. I'll fill out a web form and never hear back. And it's like, well, guess what? You know, I mean, I'd have likely done business with them if they'd simply responded to the inquiry. So Dan asked you what, you know, the gotta haves, the must have, what should a business have as part of the marketing plan? Yeah. So it's sort of like, what, what are, where are you right now? Like a lot of businesses are, they advertise because they want to have business right away, but really what you should have is some way of building your brand. That consistency of being out there in your, in front of your ideal client over and over and over again, right? There's all these sayings that you would need to be in front of your client seven times, <laughs> 10 times. Well, Sorry, well, my dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another guest. How really exciting. <laughs> um, but if there's a way that you can put some dollars into just building your brand, being in front of people, get them to know you, then to like you, and then to trust you, because that is where the magic will happen. That's great. But Jenna, I think there's a couple of different things in that, right? Is we, we have, you know, passive marketing, active marketing, we have brand awareness, uh, we have, you know, um, relational marketing or network marketing. Um, referral marketing. There's a lot of different things. And I think that you have to cover all the bases, especially because brand awareness, I think, um, is is a part that's a subtle thing. It la lends a more, more credibility, even when the consumer doesn't know it, right? You, they don't realize that they're seeing this everywhere. But, you know, 
you see Nike on everybody's jersey if you're watching football, right? You see that these are brand awarenesses. This, it's not like I saw that Nike swoosh and I said, oh, hey, I should go buy a pair of Nikes. It's that continued brand awareness, right? Exactly. And it's hard for businesses to track. So they, they like to step away. Like today we can track all of our social media. So they want us, they want to only be able to do the things that track, but it's really important that you are, if you can be in some sort of print marketing that makes sense for your clientele. Um, if you, a radio spot is great. Um, how are you getting in front of these folks consistently over time? And don't worry so much about, well, I was in this publication. Did I get a phone call or I was doing this and I didn't get this. It is working. It's just right. not maybe in a way that you think it is. Right. So what are the questions that I need to answer to determine the best plan? Who's my ideal client? Give, give me some examples. Yeah. So if you are a high-end home builder, you don't necessarily want to advertise to a, to a less affluent area, right? Same if you are like the cheapest roofer in town, those might be the folks that you want to be in front of. How I think one of the questions, the first question somebody says is who... Who is my ideal clientele? Is it an affluent community? I was working with a med spa who, who was advertising in the Clyde Hill Medina area. Her med spa was fabulous and great and whatever, but maybe was not as fancy as may, as as it needed to be for those folks. But may, so maybe just pivot a little bit, go to a community that is still affluent, but maybe not quite ex have the same expectations. Really take a hard look at what it is your business is. What is it that you do? Does it make sense for you to be are these your people, right? And be okay with saying no. The other thing is, is do you want to be that client? Let's say you are a roofer. Do you want to drive from Olympia to uh, Mount Vernon? Or do you want to really kind of target your area? Figure out what that is, right? So then as you, as you're marketing, how, feel, how can you hone that in a little bit more and really just target to the folks that you want? So you're talking about some items, some marketing that might be misplaced and a waste of time. How, what's the best way to measure that? How do you tell? Um, you know, there is going to be a little bit of a trial and error. Um, I think if you are marketing to the wrong community and you start getting folks coming in your door and you're like, this is not, this is not right for me right away, you can tell, and then you should be able to, to change your course. Um, it's kind of a balance because you do need to, in any kind of marketing, you do need to um, stay the course and play around with it a little bit um, and not just pull out because you're not thinking you're going to get those results. Uh, but, you know, let's say you're in a Valpac coupon and all of a sudden you realize that you're going out on all these bids and you're a high-end roofing company or siding company or whatever, and you're not, none of these are going through, right? Then that is a, that's a telltale sign that maybe this is not the place for you to be. And how do you steer away from that and, and find a different path? So we're talking about Newcastle Life. Newcastle Life is a publication. Can you describe it for our listeners today? Yeah, so Newcastle Life, um, it's the people magazine of the neighborhood is what I call. Our, our um, content is all about the families, the kids, the pets, the local community. Um, it works because it's all about the neighbors. So, so the content is very exciting for them. Um, they're engaged with it. Uh, we also have a handful of other communities still with the same um, area. Uh, we have a, one, a publication on Mercer Island. We have one over in the Clyde Hill Medina area. We have one over in Bridal Trails, Kirkland. We go into Seattle, Laurelhurst, Windermere, um, the Madison Park area, and we go north and south. So we are a publication that is hitting more of a high-end community, um, which for a company that and that's their target, we are the we are a great resource for that. 
So I've been told print marketing is dead. Is that still true? It is not still true. Um, you now more than ever, print is showing. People are seeing that it's trustworthy. Um, millennials, all the way up, people if they see something in print, trust it more than if they see it on digital. I think also as you are getting bombarded with all these different ads and and everything, it's nice to be able to to get away from that a little bit and have your brand in in a print format, right? You still need to be on digital. Absolutely, you cannot put that away. But print is something that is up, that is going to um, build on that foundation for you. And it's that brand build, right? It's that seeing it over time in that community is really going to make a difference for you as a business owner. So let me put you on the spot a little bit. How are you marketing your business? How am I marketing my business? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I like a lot of different things. <laughs> I do network marketing. I have Instagram and Facebook. Um, I am, well, and just being straight up in the community. Um, sure. Get my leads and my clients. Um, I definitely, you know, I do some calling as well. I call around Seattle and talk to small business owners all the time. So when it, it's interesting, just as I talk to different business owners, I do talk to the ones that don't have the website. I talk to ones that don't have Instagram. I talk to ones that are afraid of print marketing and think it's dead. Um, I talk to all of these different folks, right? Um, what I can tell from my clients and the ones that I work with is they do see results from working with us over time. So I need new clients right now. How do I, how do I do that? <laughs> so another put a lot you on of the spot. Huh? <laughs> another put you on the spot. Theoretically, I need new clients right now. <laughs> um, you know, make sure that you have those foundations in place, that social media, what kind of client are you looking for? Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and make some phone calls. Um, going through your old leads is a kind of a great place. If you are a business who right now has just lost a bunch of clients, your pipeline is dead. Go back to the ones that were interested a while back, reach out to them again. Um, look at all of the marketing ideas that you had, have conversations with folks. Cause right now the other thing that's happening is you can get some decent deals on advertising, right? Something that may have been super expensive before is maybe dropped down a couple hundred dollars. Um, so look at all of those, those options for you. Um, but I would say one of the things that people aren't doing and need to is literally pick up the phone. Yeah, it's simple. Not easy sometimes, but it's simple. Right. Okay. This is not a true statement of me. I already have all the business I need. What should I do? To, this is a hypothetical because I will always take more business, but let's say somebody came to you and said, Jana, look, I already got all it. You know, why, why do I need to, why need to market my business? You know, um, this is a perfect example of what's going on. Uh, you might have a pipeline. You might be filled up for six months and then something like this happens. What happened to all of your clients? You want to make sure you're still in front of people because they are still going to want to be changing, making changes to their home. Let's say you're a remodeler. They're still going to have a need for your service, but maybe just not today, maybe tomorrow. Make sure you're staying in front of people. There is a kind of a fun story um, of one of our publications out in the Midwest where they had giant hail, right? Like the golf ball size hail. And there is oh. a reporter who had been advertising for a while and he, uh, he'd been in publication for about four or five years. And he ended up at the end of this storm writing four to $5 million worth of business because he had been able to build his brand within this neighborhood and be in front of people over time. Didn't he see that like in the four years before that? No, he was probably doing a couple roofs at a time, right? But when when something like this hits, that's when you really can see the effect of just being in front of people, building that relationship with them um, over time. 
Awesome. Well, listen, Jana, we appreciate you joining us on the show today and sharing a lot of great insights. Uh, how do our listeners get a hold of you? Um, they can send me an email. Uh, my email is Jana.Riggan. It's R-I-G-G-A-N at N2, the number two pub as in publication.com. They can also find me on um, Instagram at Newcastle Life Magazine, same way at Facebook at Newcastle Life Magazine. Um, if they message me, I do respond. So it's a great way to that's great. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Jenna. Thanks, you guys. All right. After this break, we're going to welcome Pia Larson. She's a previous guest. We're going to welcome her back onto the show with Fingerprint Marketing, and she's going to share some more ideas on what to do to market your business during this economic crisis. Come back after this short commercial break. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Do your walls have the doldrums? Why not fix that with some beautiful original artwork? Give your friends and family something to talk about, ponder, and enjoy. Lavish some beauty on them and yourself. You deserve it. Pamela Beer has helped countless clients find the inspirational piece to evoke just the right memory or feeling to their space. Art consultant Kathy says, Pam's artwork is uplifting, colorful, and highly imaginative, always providing enjoyment and hope to patients and staff in our many hospitals and clinics. Her sense of joy and her commitment to her sense of color and design just add extra enjoyment to everything she does. Thank you, Pam, for all the healing that your artwork gives to the world. To learn more, follow or message Pamela on Instagram at Pamela underscore K underscore beer or Facebook at Pamela K Beer Art. Fingerprint Marketing creates and spreads an online presence for small businesses so they stand out as the choice and not just another choice in this highly competitive digital world. Fingerprint Marketing designs and maintains websites and digital marketing that your competitors want when they grow up. For more information, visit their website at fingerprintmarketing.com. That's fingerprintmarketing.com. Or contact them at 425-283-3943. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Pia Larson with Fingerprint Marketing. As a kid, Pia was curious about absolutely everything. She grew up on St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands and loved traveling, sailing, and photography. Had she wanted to stay uh, in this island paradise forever, she could have lived a pretty happy life. But she's too curious for her own good. She needed some more of the world. After a few more cities and some pretty crazy adventures, she landed in the Seattle area and Washington became her home. 
Settling down in one place didn't tame her sense of wonder. In fact, her natural tendency to try new things only got stronger. She has always loved graphic design and has had a way with marketing. She combined these two skills to create fingerprint marketing. Welcome back to the show, Pia. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. So how have your clients reacted to the COVID-19 crisis with their business? Um, My personal clients have ranged the gamut. Um, The one thing that I did that I would uh, recommend some other businesses is to be proactive. So as soon as the this started to blow up, I reached out to everyone that does business with me and I said, I'm here for you, I'm open. Um, what kind of messaging do you need on your website? Do we need to change your hours? Um, even before they were thinking about it. And that prevented, that kind of gave them a, a sigh of relief that someone has their back. Um, so there, but there have been like, you know, I just want to like, wake me up when this is all over. Um, I'm trying to work with them to see the future uh, and the positives. Uh, I know that it's really hard because people are sick, people are dying, people are losing their, their businesses. Um, so I've started reaching out to clients and asking them, tell me one good thing. Tell me one good thing that happened today, no matter what, or one good thing that you learned that you can monetize in the future in your business. And so a lot of it is mindset. So I'm basically a business therapist (laughs) for the last few months um, or month. So just being there to support them. Um, So Pia, for some of our new listeners, kind of give us uh, what is your business? What does it do? What are your strengths? Uh, Fingerprint marketing, we uh, started 13 years ago with in the real estate business. We had nothing but realtors that we were um, marketing for, and we just started offering soup to nuts, everything, Uh, because one of the tenets that is core to our business is trust. Um, At the end of the day, you know, everyone can do it cheaper or, you know, everyone thinks they're the best, but if you don't have that trust, then you really don't have a business to build on. So I started out with that high level of trust and essentially it grew because everyone's like, what would Pia do? What would fingerprint marketing do? We need Pia to do this. We need Pia to figure this out. So based on that, I grew into a full service uh, website and marketing company. So we do help you with branding, web design, web maintenance, website maintenance, um, and now podcasting. We're actually, we just launched a, a podcast package from Soup to Nuts, if anyone's interested in diving into that. So, um, and then what do we do really well? I am a self uh, uh, named chief imagination officer. I'm the what if gal. So I want to look at a business that's been doing the same as everyone else. And, and I want to say, well, how about we do it this way and help them stand out? Uh, and we really are very proactive in communication. So if there's something that you need to be alerted about that's going to affect your business, whether it's on your website or in your marketing, we are going to be the first ones to come to you. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like full service digital marketing from soup to nuts, including podcasts. Do you do uh, keyword marketing? Yep, SEO, search engine optimization. The only thing we don't do is pay-per-click. Okay. Um, but we will do with YouTube ads, Pinterest marketing, um, Facebook ads. So all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So what are some ways uh, that a small business can pivot their offerings to continue to make money? 
Uh, funny enough, the ways that I'm suggesting now have not changed. They're the same that I've been banging the drum all the time. Video. You got to get on video. Start recording. You know, if you have an FAQ on your website, take each of those questions and turn it into a video and put it on there. If you have been writing a blog, continue to write a blog, but add some video, add some video blogs. You can even take the blogs and create a video based on your notes and put that in there. Mm -hmm. um, so video is a big thing. Google my business. Google my business is your local business directory. And a lot of people don't see it as a social media channel, but it really is. So we've been posting daily articles um, just like we would on LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, and that will get you found a lot faster than, than most things that people are doing. Um, what else, you know, being a, being a communicator. So email, email your, your clients, but don't just email, Hey, I've got this thing to sell. Um, but email them saying, what can I do to help you? And really building that, e that trust through email. So that sounds like a, a, a strategy of selling without being salesy. Can you, can you expand on that a little bit? Sure. So when a lot of times people will uh, look at marketing and sales as one and the same, and it's not. Marketing is communication, right? Marketing is saying, this is who we are. This is the language that we're speaking. Do you understand our language? Are you our people, right? And communicating, how can I answer your questions? Like what's keeping you up at night? So if you change that mindset and you think of how am I going to communicate with the ideal client that I have the solution. Um, I think just that little mindset shift will change the way you see how you're communicating. And it's not sales. It's just, here's, you know, it's like going to the farmer's market. Here's my organic fruit and vegetables. And if it attracts your attention and you want to buy it and it's a good price, there you go. So what are some of the opportunities or quote unquote silver linings during this time of small for a small business? Oh my gosh, there's a lot. Every day I, I find new ones. Um, one of the opportunities is if you run ads on Facebook, it's like Black Thursday or Black Friday again. It is so cheap because it's what used to cost like $2 a click is costing like 25 cents a click. Really? Um, yeah. So it's the Wild West again. Why? So fa Facebook ads, because people are pulling their money. They're pulling their uh, advertising. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and, and I tell you, if you're not there when this is over, you better believe your competitors will be. Holy smokes. So, so yeah, that goes back to what Jana said is, you know, during the depression, people pull their money. Yeah. And that's interesting because we, we do online pay-per-click advertising. And um, that is really very interesting because yes, people will say, Hey, let's stop spending. Cause that is the nice thing about pay-per-click advertising is you just turn the spigot off, right? You have enough yeah. leads, right? Oh, we well, got enough business turn the spigot off, but then you can turn it back on. Yeah. But imagine a thirsty, you know, ground and you turn that spigot off when nobody else has got it on. Wow. You're the hero. That's uh, yeah. some great insight. Cool. Yeah. And so speaking of hero, um, as a business owner, you are the leader. So we need leaders in this time, um, business leaders, not just to give away free money or to volunteer. That's all great. But we need leaders that are confident, like Jenna was saying, that um, have a message that is going to inspire other people, um, people that, you know, like us marketers that are like, hey, let's think differently. Let's think, you know, even more creatively. 
Um, and they're going to remember the people that were out there helping you and helping you get your business. Um, search engine optimization is another thing because everyone's pulling out. They're, they're not, they're just freaking out. They're not creating as much content. There's not as much noise. Now I will say there's a lot of noise in your e inbox. I don't know if you guys have noticed, right. but I get a lot of emails from like CEOs of every company. Like we're still open. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> um, so and, Go Talk ahead. about uh, everybody pulling back. Well, not everybody. A little uh, uh, attaboy for Keller Williams. Most of our competitors, I'm seeing every day how they're laying people off. They're cutting back on marketing. Keller Williams has stepped up and told all of the brokers, at least in uh, well, in, in uh, Keller Williams uh, Real Estate Bellevue, Bellevue mm -hmm. that if we are investing in uh, Facebook advertising, they will subsidize that. We, we have right. ongoing business expenses. We pay our monthly bill. They'll credit a portion of our advertising on Facebook or other social media against our bill. So instead of doing a retreat and a runaway from the market, uh, Keller Williams is leading the industry, just taking it head on. And I really have to uh, just say how exceptional that is and how much as a uh, part of the Keller Williams team, I appreciate that. Well, you know, that story of Canalis, right? Our, our favorite restaurant right. in Seattle, um, they didn't want to lay any of their workers off. So they overnight created three food entities. They created a, a takeout or um, to-go menu um, place to delivery. They created a burger shack and a bagel shop. And so all their uh, waiters and waitresses and staff are working at these three different locations offering um, an alternative to eating out. They just did that? They did that oh, yeah. like weeks ago. I think. Wow, that's up, so cool. Like, I didn't know. I know. That. They came up with like a logo really fast and they just threw something up and they're like, let's, yep. let's do this. So. So, Pia, what are the biggest takeaways you'll see for your clients after uh, this is all over? Um, I'm seeing them now and I'm so proud of the people I'm working with. So a lot of people are either behind in technology or they're just afraid of it a little bit. So I'm doing a lot of practicing with people. Um, I have an insurance agent that uh, wants to do a presentation online. So we're just going to practice. So those skills are never going to go away. Um, if they go to speak at a live event, they're going to be more confident. Um, and now they have evergreen uh, content that they can continue to, to repurpose, right? Um, the other thing is looking at your business for possible future roadblocks. This is going to set the tone for how you're going to react to, because this is not going to be the last crisis. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been in right. business for 13 years. I've gone through it. This is my third. So where can you gather strength and get your processes nailed down so you can react like yesterday? So, so just to be fair, I asked Jana this question. What are you doing to market your business right now? Uh, Google my business. So we, we write an, uh, a short update once a, uh, once a day. And that gets us in front of a lot of local eyeballs. We have been doing organic SEO on our website for about nine years. So that is accumulative. Um, if we do Facebook ads, that's short-term. Organic is long-term. So we get a lot of people Googling us and finding us on Google. Um, and what Jana does too, network marketing, being guests on podcasts, um, being in a, you know, BNI or chamber or some sort of um, community. That's great. So tell our uh, listeners how they can get a hold of you. 
Uh, easiest way to get a hold of me is to go to fingerprintmarketing.com and schedule a call. There's no pressure. Just, you know, I love marketing. I'm obsessed with it. And I, we can do a website review. We can talk about strategy. Um, so schedule a call on there. Thank you for coming on the show today, Pia. Really appreciate Thanks, the information. Remember that all the segments of our show are available to watch on our YouTube channel. If you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, please subscribe. Join us after the break for some final thoughts and something fun to do. We'll be right back. Fingerprint marketing creates and spreads an online presence for small businesses so they stand out as the choice and not just another choice in this highly competitive digital world. Fingerprint Marketing designs and maintains websites and digital marketing that your competitors want when they grow up. For more information, visit their website at fingerprintmarketing.com. That's fingerprintmarketing.com or contact them at 425-283-3943. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact. Homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Fall is a crucial time to have your vehicle inspected, starting with the four Bs, batteries, brakes, belts, and blades. Cold weather only makes existing problems worse. A fall maintenance checkup may also include changing your oil, flushing your cooling system, cabin filters, and inspecting the heating and exhaust systems. Michaels can help get your vehicle ready for fall. Don't let ugly car problems ruin the beautiful season. Learn more at www.michaelsautorepair.com. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk on 1150 KKNW. Let's get into our final thoughts today. Before I go to, to you, Brian, uh, we just listed a home in West Seattle. If oh, you're nice. out there browsing and you go to eastside.team slash West Seattle, um, you're going to see our new listing. It's a four bedroom with a den, a beautiful open floor plan, modern style, close to the uh, um, West Seattle Bridge. So close that there's the detour is actually quick and easy. Um, so you don't have to worry about having to go through all this stuff. Um, take a look at it. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. A million one seventy five. It's fantastic. It's the most. It's the best. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Huh? Brian, yeah. you got something for us? You know, I was just going to comment about the market, just that uh, I think as we kind of started the stay-at-home uh, thing here, people hunkered down and, and we saw a little bit of a slide in our real estate activity, but um, everybody's figuring this out. The brokers are figuring out how to better show homes with virtual tours. 
we're doing social distancing, showing homes one at a time, but um, we're actually in a pretty brisk market. So if you have been thinking about buying or selling, it's a good time. There's inventory for buyers to select from. For sellers, there's buyers that are really uh, motivated to buy and interest rates are so very, very low. Yeah, it's Brian, really I'll, quite a good I'll, time. I'll add last week we talked about the new listings against pending listings, which right. uh, we're doing a seven day roll. So we might as well put this on uh, right. right. As of today, 276 pending homes in the last seven days and wow. 220 new homes in the last seven days. And to be fair, 53 back on the market. So that's 73 to 276. So it's a one new home for every sold home in the last seven days. So while we, we agree with the report that sales will be down, it doesn't mean prices are falling because our inventory isn't changing. Right, right. So Dan, well, so, something what's fun to, do? to do? Okay, let's see. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, film your own cooking show. So oh. pick out a recipe, go on Facebook Live, pretend you're hosting your own cooking show and video about it. You can get the kids involved. They can be the cameramen. They could be the cookers, you know, and the fun thing about it is if you've seen this happen, it, it's a lot of fun and it just invites people into your home without having to risk, um, you know, the, the stuff with transferring any illness to any uh, any folks out there? Right. Um, don't set the the kitchen on fire. <laughs> don't, that, that would be exciting. Be funny though. You'd probably get uh, go viral with that one. Go super viral. Does anybody else that we've got one minute left? Any other great ideas for uh, the uh, COVID quarantine? Well, I've been doing. Uh, you know, mentioned all the garden time. A little uh, uh, garden campfire happy hour. You know, on Saturday we had you know about a dozen of us all uh, logged into Zoom. A Zoom call, oh, nice. having our uh, our uh, happy hour, and uh, it was fun. It was really fun just to connect with people. That's awesome. All right, so uh, final thoughts, and uh, let, uh, it looks like we're at the end of That's the show. It. So that concludes our show for the week. I especially want to thank our guests, Jenna and Pia, for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you all for listening, and before we go, in the words of Anthony Trollope, it is a comfortable feeling to know that you stand on your own ground. Land is about the only thing that can't fly away. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, stay well. And thanks for watching. Thanks for watching as well. You got it.